Welcome to One Tired Teacher, Episode 65, Stories from Podcasting School for Teachers. So today I want to talk to you about some stories that I've heard while creating Podcasting School for Teachers, which was a virtual PD that took place on Monday the 17th. Woohoo! And I was so excited to talk to teachers and educators, some media specialists, and so many more through the virtual training and then from some people that also purchased the replay. And that was exciting. And I want to share some of the stories that we took away from that and let you know that if you're still interested, the replay version of um, Podcasting School for Teachers will be available until the end of February. So time is running out. But let's listen to some great stories from educators. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey! So today we're going to be listening to some stories that I've gathered while creating Podcasting School for Teachers, which, like I said, was a virtual PD, if you will, that took place on February 17th in our private Facebook group, Podcasting School for Teachers, and it is still available. You can't participate live, unfortunately, because it's already passed, but you, and I know that stinks, doesn't it? Because sometimes we, when we realize that we missed out on something, it's like, no, I missed it. Uh, I'm sure I'll do it again in the future because it was really, you know, it's exciting to talk to fellow educators and homeschool educators and just a variety of people that are wanting to give students a voice and, you know, literally giving them a voice in what they have to say about content and various other kinds of activities where they get a chance to do some really cool things, sharing their voice through podcasting and giving the teacher an alternative way to assess podcasts or, you know, assess, assess, not even assess podcasts, but to assess student work without having to have them write down things and answer questions and those kind of things. Just offering a, a different kind of learning style. I love that. It's exciting. So I learned a lot by doing this virtual PD, and I want to share some of those things with you as we wrap up this series on podcasting, because I just think it's a really, really powerful way of integrating technology. And I know with all all of those teacher evaluations coming around the corner, sometimes we feel like we have to put on these dog and pony shows. Like we feel like we have to, you know, put on, you know, put out, put out our very best um, performance in the classroom to show what we are really truly capable of. And I know sometimes that can be frustrating and, and very often we have to prove that we have integrated technology or that we are integrating technology. And I think podcasting can be such a great way of doing that and so such an easy way of integrating technology in our classroom, especially something meaningful and that enhances the student learning. And then we can walk away from these evaluations and we can 
can feel like, hey, we were covering standards, we were going over criteria in advance with students, we were allowing for different learning modalities, we were you know, differentiating instruction because we were allowing different types of, of content to be expressed through the podcast. And we are integrating technology. It just hits on so many of those highly effective marks on our evaluation. And it would just be nice to to finally have to have those things in place. And I do want to give one little tip because I thought this was always a really smart way of thinking about it. Because I had a lot of people um, in the on the through the years on my team that were like, I'm not gonna just put on a show for for ad- my administrator and I'm not gonna I'm just gonna do the same thing that I always do and they're just gonna have to like it or not. And I always thought, yes, in a sense, you know, we want them to see a true picture of what we're doing. And, but what we're doing is really good stuff, you know, the majority of the time. And, and we want to say all the time, we just have those moments sometimes where it doesn't go exactly where we want to, but we have to learn from that. It's really important to learn from those times. But I like to think about it as if I were going to have a guest over to my house. Like I like to keep my house, you know, neat and tidy and organized, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes life gets in the way and it gets, you know, cluttered and a mess. And and so I I wouldn't say it it's like company ready all the time. I want to think that it like is decent enough and it's not like a pig pen but like that it's you know it's good it's good enough and it's it functions and I like it and I'm happy in my house but when company is coming like I I clean and I put things away and I make sure that I've taken my bills off the counter or my you know mail off the counter and I've put it away where it belongs and I don't have like shoes in the front door they're like actually in the baskets in the garage where they're supposed to be so because I don't like to have shoes in the house in the first place but like I do all these little things to make sure that my house is ready for company I kind of like to think about evaluations that way so I I'm gonna do my normal teaching but I'm gonna I'm gonna give them my very best because they're in there you know once maybe twice a year and I want them to see the very best that my class and I have to offer so that's just something to think about when you're thinking about evaluations and I think maybe we'll do an episode on evaluations coming up in the future because I think there's things that we can learn and, and and we can and tips we can have so that we are ready for those those days when company is coming. So anyway, so that's a little bit off off the off the topic. But I wanted to share that you know podcasting can be one of those great things that you can do when you're having company over so that they can see all of all of your highly effective tactics. So hopefully you will think about that in the future. But I I am wrapping up the podcasting series. It's been a super fun ride. I have loved talking about podcasting in the classroom because I am, like I said in the beginning, I am on fire with podcasts. I think they're exciting. I think they just offer so much possibility and it's just a, it's just fun to talk about. But we'll be moving on to some other very relevant topics for the classroom and I'm excited about that. So that'll be, you know, coming up in the next few weeks. So Let's talk about a few stories that I learned while doing podcasting school for teachers, which again, it is still, you can watch the replay, you can still be a part of it, you can still get all the goodies that come with it, and it is available at trinadebreteachingandlearning.com, podcasting school for teachers, and you can still grab that and until, it'll be available until the end of February, and then it'll go away for a while so that 
that we can get ready for another virtual PD somewhere far down the line. So that's up to you. All right. So let's talk about some things that I learned. So one of the thing, one of the stories that I've heard was that a second grade teacher, and that's, you know, that's what I was. So I was all over this when I was like, yes, a second grade teacher wants to jump into podcasting because very often it's the older school teachers or the older grade teachers that are like, you know, I'm going to give this a try. I think my kids can do this. And we don't think that our younger kids can do it. And they totally can do it. They totally can. So this second grade teacher, she thought that this would be a way to promote her student, you know, students voices, just like quite literally. She thought that her students had something to say to the world and she really wanted to give them the tools needed to create a podcast. And so she got the tools during podcasting school for teachers and she is ready to go and she actually you know they actually wrote and told me a couple of things that they tried because I told everybody at the training that there were tools that they could use they literally could do the very next day and so I'm excited that people were trying things the very next day even if they were only using the idea of listening to podcasts and some of the you know, ex- excellent things that you can do with listening because listening is really, is very, it can be very powerful as well because you can utilize those reading standards like, you know, main idea and point of view and author's purpose and, you know, um, key details that support it, support the main idea and, you know, even text features, like even text features in a podcast. And I know you're thinking what, but think about like the title of the podcast. Think about like the summary that they write in the show notes. Think about those kinds of things. And, you know, that really, really can be a benefit for kids to think about that kind of stuff so that they can see how podcasts are laid out. And even if they're creating podcasts, they have to think about like how they're going to break it into into segments if they're going to do that if they're doing an interview like you know what does that format look like and they're looking at the structure of how this plays out and a lot of times we we will write that down maybe with bullet points or even with a script possibly depending on the, the student and the style that you want to use those are things that they can do and so they're really thinking about the structure of of how it's going to flow and I think that that can be powerful as well. And so, you know, you can do those kinds of things. And I created exit tickets for listening to podcasts. And I will link to those in the show notes if you are interested, because I think that's a great way of assessing, you know, quickly, a quick formative assessment and like holding kids accountable when they're listening and kind of getting a feel for their listening comprehension, which can be really, you know, a really excellent way of measuring that. So anyway, so the second grade teacher was talking about like, you know, really empowering her students and her young students to express their ideas and connect with the world. And she gives them or gave them an opportunity to interview people like that was how she was going to start off right away. And they had to explain how they were, you know, she had to explain how they were going to do something they had to teach you know, on a topic, that was another idea and so many other possibilities. But she started with the interview, which I thought was really a really cool thing to do. And she was going to let them create like some questions that they were going to ask and they were going to interview the principal. And they didn't do that one quite yet. So they interviewed 
each other first as like a practice, which I think is always a good idea when you're first using new technology to allow kids the opportunity to kind of practice that. So they went ahead and they created questions and they thought about like what, how they were going to speak to that person. So they had to think about their voice and they had to think about like their audience and who they were speaking to. And then they were going to be able to, you know, to create that podcast episode and share it with parents. So they knew they were speaking to parents. So that was really exciting. So they came up with five questions and they did this as a whole class. And I thought that that was a great way of starting. Like she didn't necessarily put them in groups of, of, you know, groups of four or five podcasters, which I think is also really powerful. And we talk about that in podcasting school for teachers. And we talk about some roles that kids can play when they are creating an episode so that it can be a collaborative collaborative experience and but anyway so this teacher talked about you know coming up with five five questions and and some and, and who was going to do the interviewing and they had she had was going to have multiple students interview and they practiced recording themselves and they used the some software voice capturing software in this case they used GarageBand I think that um, there's a, vo- a variety of things that you can use to capture voice. That's super easy. They didn't have a microphone. They were just using the device, which I talk about in podcasting school for teachers. And I talk about you know voice capturing and I talk about where you can host your podcast and how you can apply to get it out to all these various things. It takes a little bit of time to do that. And I do give step-by-step directions. It takes a little bit of time. So she doesn't have it completely on Apple. Apple yet and she doesn't have it in some of those big things I, I don't even I'm not even sure if anyone because there used to be like Stitcher used to automatically accept you and so did Google Play but now it takes a, like a week or so so she doesn't have it out into the world yet but she does have it playing from 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 her website so that is exciting because parents could hear it like right away so that's really cool but um but they practiced some you know interpersonal skills like how to shake hands firmly when they were getting ready preparing for the principal and they talked about looking people in the eye and smiling when you greet someone and so this rehearsal like they did this for a couple of days and I don't know how like the big interview went but I do know that they practiced some of those things and I thought that that was like super exciting and they have to they had to request an appointment which is you know something else that really can be thrilling for kids and they get nervous and they're excited and and I know I'm pretty sure that that's going to take place. I think it's next week that that's taking place. And so that's, you know, I can't wait to hear more about how that went. And so they're also, you know, they got their questions ready. They had to write really good questions, which asking and answering questions is a standard. So I thought that was exciting. So they were able to do that. And and then they're going to spend some time editing and they are going to, you know, tweak it a little bit and they're learning, learning some of those skills, but they got to practice with one another. So they did actually record and they did actually get a chance to like play around with the software and figure out how, how to like, how to do a few things like dragging and clipping, which I talk about in podcasting school for, for teachers. I actually give some vocabulary words so that your kids understand what that means. And even you understand what that means. And so I just think that that is such an exciting thing to do with podcasting. And it gave, you know, the experience that gives 
students like practice with different apps and it increases their technology skills and it also works on those questions and 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 how they can ask and, and answer questions even because the kids that were pretending to be the principal were answering questions which I think must have been so fun that would have been such a fun thing to hear and you know they're really they're the and those practicing, practicing that actually helps them kind of eliminate some of their fears. And I, I thought, how, what a fun thing to do. And really, truly allowing your students to have a voice with the principal. And I think that that's really cool. So that's what a second grade teacher did. And I thought that was really exciting. And then I have a few more um, people that were talking about. This was an older, an older teacher, not an older teacher. I take that back. An older grade level that they they worked on. They talked about listening to some podcasts, and this, they felt like this was a great way to build a better relationship, like even amongst her students, because she was talking about podcasts can they create this climate of research, and they encourage like these young scholars to think of evidence of being everywhere and potentially everything. So they started to really think about things that they were listening to and learning and how they could talk about that and share that with one another. And And students learn to produce podcasts and they learn skills that extend so much farther beyond their subject matter. And I, I thought that was really cool. So they were using podcasts in literature and there's tons of those kinds of podcasts. And she was you know excited about this in her, in her literature classroom and like getting them to do some creative writing and giving them an alternative assessment and allowing them to really share what they know instead of like creating these research papers like they were able they were going they're getting ready to do you know podcast episodes on the things that, that that they've learned so I thought that was a really cool thing and then I had another person write and talk to me this was a homeschool mom and she was talking about you know that that in her particular homeschool learning environment, like they, they have a lot of choice in what they're doing. So she's structured it more as like a self-directed um, learning environment. So she doesn't always make them write and and this her particular child doesn't love like the writing process. However, they were really excited about sharing what they were learning about um American symbols and so she they started like jotting down notes because they wanted to remember what they were going to say when they created this episode on that and I was like yes so they were writing and she was like I can't believe they were writing and they were writing enough so that they could they could say it and they and because they again like she's measuring what they know and what they remember and their comprehension and their ability to research and their ability to gather information she wasn't you know assessing their writing but they were writing things down to remember but then they said so much more when they were speaking it and you know into the recording you know they were recording on their iPad and she was like they talked so much more than what they would have written down so she was able to tell how much they had actually gathered from the information so I thought that was really really exciting and and those are just a couple of stories that I heard back from and I I was like that is really it's it just it's like you know you 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 think of these things and you think is it going to be meaningful in learning spaces and what is it going to look like and I just I thought that was really cool and then um, another media specialist was talking about listening to podcasts and how she went right back and and was using like listening to podcasts and they were she was talking about how it helped 
helps students think deeply about how stories are told and how complex subjects can be also be presented. And she was having them listen to some TED Talks, which I thought was awesome. Like those can be so amazing. And because, uh, you know, that is, that's also, you can find TED Talks on Apple Podcasts. And I thought that was really cool. And so she just thought that, you know, it was just such a great way to get kids engaged in subject matter. And she said they were all highly engaged. And this was, this was a high school media specialist. I I think it was high school. It might've been middle school, but it was, it was high school or middle school, but she's like, they were so excited about it. And and she hadn't seen like that kind of enthusiasm in quite a while. So I was really, I was like thrilled to hear that. And then I spoke to a fourth grade teacher, even at my own school, and she has been using six minute podcasts, which I think it's called six minutes. It's a podcast that they listen to various little, um, little pieces like stories and pieces of information. And it's like, you know, like really thrilling and the kids are on fire about it and she's excited about doing it. I shared some exit ticket samples because that is actually something that you get in podcasting school for teachers. And she was like, you know, able to gather what they knew about perspective and like point of view. So I thought that was really cool. And I talked to one of her students and he was like, oh yeah, we love listening to podcasts. We're so excited about it. And, you know, we get to, we get to do it. I think they do it every Thursday. And I'm like, oh, I think that's great. So you know, I listen to actual students tell me about it. So that was exciting too. So there's just, I mean, it's just so, it's so fun to, to hear like kids and teachers and, and educators and, you know, all different types of learning of people learning and thinking that this is something that's really powerful for their classroom. And then one more little story. And this was from a first grade teacher. And I was like, what a first grade teacher. So I thought that was really cool too. She said that she had them. I mean, she really simplified it. And I, and I do talk about how, how it can be easier. I talk about that in podcasting school for teachers, but I also like, I don't go into like, this can make it more complicated. This can make it easier. Like I don't do that, but she, you know, she took the information that I, that I offered and she, she made it work for her class and she had them, she voice captured. So she hasn't set up like an actual podcast yet, but she, started the beginning stages and she said she did it almost like a quick exit ticket. So she um, posted a question about around the topic that they were learning. And I believe it was about force and motion because now I can't remember what, what she said. And she said that she had them share like a sentence or two about something, the main thing that they had learned that day. And she's like, Oh my goodness. She's like, podcasts are such a joy to assess. And she's like, they really are. Not only is it something new for them, it's something new for you as a teacher. And there are like, she said, it's so cute to hear their little voices like being captured on this recording. And it's, it was just a fast, quick, easy way for her to gain you know, information about what they knew and like what they found as as the most important part of what they learned. And she says, it's a pleasure to hear student voices, to hear what they've come up with. And that it really inspired them. And they were excited to, they felt like they were little famous people, right? You know, recording into the device. So I love it. I'm excited about that. I'm excited that people took information and they just jumped right in and they tried it immediately and they actually shared some feedback. And I think that that's really cool. And I hope that you get a chance to 
<coughs> excuse me. I hope that you get a chance to try podcasting in your classroom or listening to podcasts in your classroom. And if you want to know exactly how to like put this together and how to, you know, step by step go through creating podcasts in your classroom or even using podcasts in your classroom, then I hope that you will consider checking out Podcasting School for Teachers and learn a little bit more of how to do that. It's less than you would pay for a professional development book. That's the good news. So it's going to be available for the next couple of weeks. I hope you will take advantage of it before it, before I take it down. And I hope that you will, you will join and, and you will listen in. So, all right, we are finished with talking about podcasting and I'm sure it will come up again in the future because I, like I said, I'm like on fire about it, but we have so many other things to talk about in teaching, so many things to talk and discover. So if you enjoyed this series, I would love to hear from you. Why don't you take a moment? I would, I would really appreciate it if you took a moment and you rated the show, reviewed it, give, you know, give me some feedback, let me know what you think. Let me know what you'd like to learn in the future, what you'd like to hear talk about. Would you like to talk about teacher evaluations? Would you like to talk about classroom management? Would you like to talk about STEM and the the, the shift into why we've gone more from science to, to STEM, to STEM activities? Like, would you like to talk about that? What are some things that, oh, even what about the reading wars that are going on currently? I really would love to talk to someone about that. So you can even share that in the in the review because I would love to hear from you. I, and you can also join my Facebook group, my private Facebook group, One Tired Teacher, and you can bring things up in that group and we can talk about that there and we can share it in the on the podcast. I, I would love that as well. But I'd love for you to rate the show because I I want to know if it's, you know, how you're, how you're feeling about it and what I can do to better serve you. So I think that that's really important or at least if you are enjoying it at all because there, there I will be honest sometimes I feel like I'm just like I'm just talking and I'm like am I am I helping people am I am I getting to the teachers that need to hear from me so I hope so because I value you and I appreciate you and I know you're doing such a hard a hard job and you're working so hard and I know it's sometimes difficult and I I I feel you and I want to I want to be there for you and I want you to keep going because you're doing such such important work and remember, if you want to catch Podcasting School for Teachers, come to Trina Debery Teaching and Learning Podcasting School for Teachers to join. This one tired teacher is definitely ready for a nap. <laughs> Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.